Hey listeners, today's podcast contains talk of ghosts and explicit content. If that isn't your thing, we totally understand and hope you tune in next week. Thanks for listening. Love, your spooky girl, scary girl, and skeptical guy. Hey everyone. I'm Emily. I'm Libby. Again. <laughs> and this is Spooky, Scary, Skeptical. sounded like you were dying or like i don't know it cracked me up i'm yeah. now present emily was also very concerned because it started to rain and she's like do we have a tornado warning did you see the clouds just now yeah it's lightning why would that have anything to do with the tornado the day you get sucked up and you didn't look at the water. i would love to get sucked off no thank you <laughs> no, no. i'm just saying it's just a lightning thunderstorm thanks send us you should send <laughs> I can do better. Don't forget. Send us money. <laughs> okay. Hey, Emily, you wanted to mention something as we start this podcast. I sure did. Don't forget <laughs> to send us your listener stories, mm-hmm. which is very important because we're going to do an episode. What? Of listener stories. That's the rumor. Rumor has it. Well, thank you, Emily. I appreciate you telling me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been completely unprepared. Okay, great. Um, do you know where they can send that those listener stories to or how they send them? Wow. I would imagine someone would have had to set up an email for that. but I think so. If you're on our Patreon, it's on our Patreon now. Yeah, it's also on our Instagram. Yep. Our email is SpookyScarySkepticalPodcast at gmail.com. Now, when they email us, what sorts of things would you like them to include? Excellent question. Thank you. Um, I would say... <laughs> Probably if you've had a spooky encounter, mm-hmm. a scary encounter, mm-hmm. or maybe one of those encounters and you're feeling skeptical about it. The Probably. fact that you didn't say skeptical encounter. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm disappointed. What is a skeptical I also don't encounter? know what a skeptical encounter <laughs> okay. is, either, okay. to be fair. When they email us, they can select who reads it. How do they know? This is like a pop quiz because I say this every week and I need to know whether fail. they're listening. <laughs> I'm sure not. <laughs> I think that you should put Team Spooky, Team Scary, or Team Skeptical in the title. Mm-hmm. So Team Skeptical, if you want Emily to read No, it. if you want... Ke- <laughs> do not confuse people! <laughs> so that's an example of what not to do. <laughs> so put team, team Spooky, if you want me to read it. Team Scary. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is that complicated. I don't know. <laughs> Care. And if you don't it. care, just throw it in. It's cool. Just send us the email and we'll, someone will read it. Um, I'm going to take back over here. Uh, I think it's for the best. Yeah, someone's going to submit the, the literate one, please. <laughs> so that's not me, just so you know. Okay. Okay, no, I'm going to take over. You did great. Oh, Keep up the good work. You did, great. Um, you did great. Send your listener stories. And also, if you don't want us to use your name, send an alias or just let us know. We will change the names in your stories. That's totally cool. But yes, we're having a listener episode coming up. So please, please, please well, send us your emails. finally being told. <laughs> Next, someone's going to 
throw some crazy shit out there, like new tiers or something like that. Oh, and what is that about, Ken? What do you mean? What's a new tier? Tell me more. I, I honestly, what? Oh my gosh, stop. This was the one thing. You're, it's okay, Ken. What's new coming up on Patreon? I don't know. I know, I know there's a lot more work. A lot more episodes. Yes. New content? Bonus content? Sure. Yeah. Which means new tiers are going to open up on the Patreon. So we're going to have new options for you guys to subscribe to. You two, this is why I usually do this, but you guys did really well. No. Um, I forgot what order our names went in, so probably not. <laughs> I'm fired. This is my last show. <laughs> it's no. called Weaponized Incompetence. Oh, hey, I've heard about that. No, it wasn't. You guys did great. I say it every week, so I was like, oh, you guys could try and say it. So, I'm going I, I gotta learn also, to listen, Lou. I also need to listen. For those new tiers, I will announce how much coming up. But we haven't decided quite exactly how we're gonna hash it out. But lots and lots of new content. Yours truly is psychotic. No. And loves to write out all her plans. You're organized. Very organized. In a slightly obsessive way. And that's cool. So, that's what's coming up. Good job, guys. Thanks for participating in the announcements. It was a train wreck. You should probably never delegate <laughs> to me again, ever. You guys did great. You guys great. I I didn't yeah. do anything. I mean, you talked about, you know. You transitioned us well. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I think there's something about tears. Yes. Give us the thumbs up in silence. He's like, sure, 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 sure. Um, what's new over there, buddy? Something's going on. Okay. So. <laughs> Uh, so tonight, we went, Emily and I, Emily, Libby, Libby and oh, I. Yeah, they're not here. Pointing at Libby. <laughs> Libby and I went to a cemetery. Two cemeteries. Can we say this? <laughs> we're well, trespassing. I mean, in the, this evening. They don't really put a evening. sign. And if they do, it's covered by a bush and they need to be more thorough. Yeah, there was no sign. So and then how do no you know dates. it was after hours? I think it's just like after dark. upon. Because, like, nobody's doing anything good in a cemetery after dark. Like, is my assumption. Define good. Well, people go there to, you know, you know, do, do little hanky-panky things. What? what? I don't know. Hanky-pankying in a cemetery. Yes. I unless, don't know. Unless you're hanky-pankying with something <laughs> there. <laughs> what? Who goes, like, mm, I'm going to take my hot date. To the cemetery. I just mean it's a place where people would not get into trouble. Assume you to be so you can do secretive things. Like you could do drugs there. I have not done any of these things. Drugs or otherwise. Anyway, (laughs) we went. What's the market rate? On cemetery drugs? That much? (laughs) (laughs) Libby's going to cut it out. But she knew it right off the bat. Do not tease her. Oh, my, oh my God. God. We didn't cut anything. <laughs> He's kidding. There were no drugs tonight. But there were misty pants. So there was no wine? That doesn't sound great either. Misty I like misty pants. pants. Is there any wine involved? Wine. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't alcohol be considered a drug? Huh? I think I had a little what made juice. You, what made <laughs> you think that any of us had wine? Mm-hmm. Extrapolating from prior experiences. <laughs> So there were legal substances used prior to the event in moderation. <laughs> there we go. Whose definition of moderation? Okay, we had a in general. <laughs> we had one of the skinny bottles of wine between the two of us. It was so good. It's 
really it good. was a really good one. Was it the um, Stella? Yeah. yeah. Like the bubbly one? It yeah. was really good. Mm. So we went to the cemetery and we took some pictures at like dusk. I'm calling it dusk. Yeah, it was dusk. It had not, the sun was not gone completely. But there was like a storm rolling in. And it was kind of like ominous feeling. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I got out the voice box, the uh, was it a spirit box on my yes. phone. Had a lot to say. It was a chatter box. Yeah, mm-hmm. you had a lot of words coming in. Like Jonathan. Jonathan. Death. Hell. Kill. Hell. Help. Help. I don't even know how to help you. What can I do? Confused. So how does this voice box or spirit box work? It's an app. Oh, it's an app that just plays a long string of sounds on a loop randomly. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> we're, I'm not completely sold on it. I want to get a real spirit box for an upcoming event we're having for Spooky Scary Skeptical. Hashtag that's a teaser. So, does it have to do with White Castle? It might have something to do with cool. White Castle. <laughs> yes. So join our Patreon. Yes. So yeah. we go so to the your- cemetery, and this is what we saw. You saw it, but would anyone like to take a look again, closer, in depth, so you can really look at those spirit pants? I mean, that's what they. We'll look have like. to post it on the Instagram for everyone to see your spirit pants. Yeah, doesn't it look like they're just like floating? What are you referring to? <laughs> like the little lens flare. The little okay, lens you flare look there. and then you show me lens because- flare. Otherwise known as spirit pants. Okay, <laughs> misty spirit pants, right there. Show me where. And it's kind of like a V. Right there. Mm. Why is it so sideways of that spirit pants? Because he's it's floating. He can't spirit walk straight. Pants. He's dead. Those, no, those don't look like pants. <laughs> I love a good ghost, but these look like it's like he'd be like falling. Or floating. Or maybe he just does whatever the fuck he wants. Like shaking a lamp violently <laughs> side to side. <laughs> This could be that guy. Speaking of the ghost lamp. Speaking of the ghost lamp, when we were there, you I didn't see it. lightly touched it, and it's a lopsided lamp. It's oh, not it's lopsided! Really? Yeah. No, it's All it not. It's just a light touch, and it completely... No, it's not. Uh-uh. Is uh-uh. the table level? Did yes. Did you check the table? Okay. It's level. Okay, you should have checked it, because you would back me up. Listen, you lost me at levitating. You said it didn't levitate. Come out! Come out! (laughs) No, it was... Speaking of the ghost lamp, I actually have something written down. One of our listeners was like, maybe the ghost lamp is the portal to the upside down. Like in Stranger Things. That, I think, was the reference, yes. Are there other upside downs? I don't know. Probably not. But yeah, that was one of our listeners' suggestions about the ghost lamp. Mm. That's all. Alrighty. Uh, yeah. I like that. Well, I, I... Poked and prodded it and didn't get sucked <laughs> off. Awesome. <laughs> off. What's that? What's that show? Ghosts. It's, it's ghosts. ghosts. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I want to get sucked off. Funny. <laughs> it's a great reference. Okay. We have been out of the pod lab for two and a half, a week and a half, two weeks. Longer than that. It's been almost three weeks. That doesn't sound right. One, really three two, three so we've been out of the pod lab for several weeks. <laughs> that being said, I have a lot of notes of topics to discuss. We may have to use the brain trust to help figure out my notes. Are okay. you prepared? Is Are everyone they spread prepared? Out? This is your game. So this <laughs> topic 
And I believe that the brain trust burden may fall, fall to you, Emily, because I think we had this conversation. We were like, we need to talk to Ken about this dude's handshaking. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you. So you had an experience. Yes. With a very aggressive handshake. There's like a handshake that can be done. And I had this guy like, you know, we were just meeting and we like shook my hand. And I swear to God, the bones in my hand, I'd give a nice, solid handshake, I think. Negative. I don't. I give flimsy-ass, like, kiss on my... give flimsy, but... You just give an average handshake. It's not a firm. No, I'm not gonna... But I'm not gonna squeeze your hands off. How often are you... Yeah, how often do we handshake, Ken? Regularly. (laughs) Every day, he comes home. And I just shake his hand. Yeah, how often do we... I have, like, a regular handshake. Holding hands is probably different than... You probably hold hands... Firmer than she handshakes. That's because I like to clench. <laughs> Ken's blinking twice. <laughs> no, so I go to a handshake. Do you know that reference? Maybe not. My mom definitely doesn't. <laughs> I go to handshake this guy, and basically he like crushes the bones in my fingers. And I we got in a whole discussion about it. And I was like, dudes do this sometimes where they like, it's like, first off, you're not impressing me with this handshake right yeah. now. I think the big question when we were discussing it was why do they feel that that's important? And it's probably not just men. That's probably a little Yeah, bit, it might be a little biased, biased but, but it was, in the circumstance, it was an identifying man. Yeah. It's a little like, bit of a uh, generational thing, too. Yeah. This person was yeah. younger than us. Really? I think they so were. Did just, he, but it is a generational thing. And, and you know, it's like a domineering thing. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, like, just be, like, gentle. Just yeah. be nice. Did she he, like, shake your hand and I'm like, not s- the hand? Was he, like... Was no, he no, he didn't do the double hand, like, okay, the two hands weird. over my hand. Oh, that's like hands? A, yeah. That's awkward. That's, like, a generational <laughs> thing, I think, because a lot of, like... Emily and I always jokingly do it when we see each other, like, hi, good to see you, and we just, like... Two hands? Yeah, no, so I, we go in for the handshake, and then I clasp my hand over her hand, mm. my other hand, so it's, like, yeah. Um, I don't think there is any situation where I would feel comfortable being double... No, I'd just give them a hug if they were close enough to be double handshaked. Like, if there was someone that I would ever consider double handshaking, I would just be like, oh my god, it's so good to see you. Like, I feel like that's almost like a bro hug that you're, like, not completely agreeing to the bro hug, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, so my whole thing is, basically, give a regular handshake. Just a normal... Don't go flimsy. Like, don't go limp. Don't, like, squeeze as hard as you can. Who are you... You're not impressing me. I am very distraught. And that is my... business deals are made. The firmest handshake. No, business deals are made by a good spit on the hand. No. Straight. No, blood. <laughs> blood. Got it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Wow. And then you summon Zozo. While Cut it open, it. then spit on it, because oh, you, can't, you can't transmit blood-borne pathogens. Got spit on it. <laughs> Clean it out. No deal. No deal. <laughs> what would you do if some dude was like, or like someone, you know, this is a dude. Like, <laughs> Just pulled out a knife, cut yeah. their hand up. You're like selling a house. And we're like. Blood Brothers. You're selling your house to someone. <laughs> Turn and run. <laughs> Turn and run. Yeah. But yeah, my point was, I think I just got like on a soapbox about it and I was like, I'll talk about it on the pod. Yeah. In hindsight, the conversation might not have been as exciting as if I built up on my mind, but. Wasn't that great? So. Should we restart the episode? <laughs> restart it. Do you feel that you have encountered Ken? Yeah. Firm handshakes. Oh, absolutely. There's definitely okay. a healthy range. What does it okay. mean to you, like, when someone handshakes yourself, either A, too limply, 
or too like aggressively too limply it was like weird you're either like i just picture you're either like, like doing it on purpose to be funny or it's just incredibly awkward yeah, yeah. i whenever people go too limp i picture like a victorian aged woman who used to like hold their hands out and it's like give me a kiss on the back of my hand sort of situation mm-hmm. like every time they go too limp that's my envision yeah. of it okay but what if they go too strong for you um compensating for something <laughs> Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't well, know what. I wish this person had shit. Sh- had <laughs> had shit. Sh- shaking. I, I wish he shit on my chest. Yeah. I wish. I wish this person had also shaken your hand. All right. Let's just start over. <laughs> but like, I wonder if like was this before or after I was of any use? Because this was the book. No, no, day, no, no, right? no, no. Oh, no. This was before. Okay. Yeah. That day. There was a problem. No, it wasn't that day. <laughs> no one else took any of the shots. It wasn't that day. <laughs> Cheers himself. It's like, I'm curious if, like, there's a difference between, like, was he shaking my hand so hard and, like, scrunching it to the point of, like, I'm like, ow, because I'm a woman? Was it, like, you know, like... Uh, you- well, I, I don't know that instance, but there are guys out there that that's just, just how they shake hands. is like... I don't know. I feel like I'm, in, I'm insufficient as a man if I don't right, right. out squeeze the other. I think you other. have to be careful, especially with people like you, Emily. <laughs> yeah, I am brittle because I have red hair. Everyone yes. knows. Everyone is a very common fact. <laughs> Actually, okay, I'm going to back up Emily's red hair theories. So she always tells us, she's like, I feel more pain than you guys. Redheads are like, yeah. you know, they suffer a lot, I guess. Yeah. I will say, we went... Can you get closer to the mic and just really speak up when you say this? <laughs> everyone to know. Bump up I will game. say, there was a nurse who was telling us... Oh, a nurse? Like, with a degree, like she was educated? Please continue. Yeah. There was a nurse who, yes, was educated as a nurse. Sure. Who... And not rejected by the medical No, community. she was a real nurse. For their salt... <laughs> No, I deserve that one. Okay. Who told us that, like, she puts, she does, like, anesthesiologist. She's not an anesthesiologist, but she works, like, in the nurse, like, the post pre op, whatever. Sure. Part. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Everyone enjoyed the spooky vibes today. We've got another thunderstorm. And she was telling us that when they get redheads in, they're always super concerned giving out anesthesia. Because it doesn't affect you as what is it? It like maybe it takes longer to go for them to stay under, yeah. or you have a hard time staying under. There's something with it. Listeners, if you're a nurse and you know about this or doctor, please comment and tell us the correct terminology there. But there was something, and I was like, okay, there's some truth. Because she was literally telling me, she's like, oh my god, we hate when redheads come in. I'm just because like soaking up this aura of being right. <laughs> That's so good. It's kind of rare. It is rare. Um, and I did give her a lot of shit about being, about her theories that being a redhead is tough. So. It is. But I guess there's some truth to it. I thought, sorry, diverting back to the handshaking thing, <laughs> I thought you were talking about me because of my arthritic fingers. Oh, that too. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So today we're driving and there's lightning and thunder happening outside, i.e. the thunderstorm. And she goes, Oh my god, I can tell it's gonna rain. My arthritic finger is flaring. <laughs> as she's driving through the rain. As the lightning. I can And tell I was like, was it your arthritic finger or was it the lightning strike? I'm just I just want to make sure you know. Oh, right. who's the skeptical now? <laughs> no, I am the pretty. The pretty. 
Well, I feel like this has been, that being said, I feel like this has been a very awkward start to our Yeah, let's podcast. scrap it and start over. <laughs> no. <laughs> so let's get into the story. I don't know. I have so many topics, but y'all can uh, look forward to them in future episodes or past episodes. I saw a toad today. He looked at me twice. <laughs> yes. He did a double take. <laughs> anyway. I thought he was a rock at first, actually. I walked right past him. I had a heart attack. Wasn't it you when you a were- toad jumped on your foot in my garden? Do you remember that? I do. And you were convinced you were going to get warts, and I was like, that's definitely a myth. Yeah. But then I was going to build him a little toad habitat, and I was told no. Yeah, why are we... No. You're going to have birds. You're going to have other animals join in. We don't need this. Remember when you fed rabbits? Oh, my God. And all we did was have rabbits in our yard that entire summer that drove the dogs... Freaking bananas. And squirrels. And squirrels. I remember when, when you give a mouse it and the disappointing looks I received. I had to put out rouse mouth. I had to give out like rabbit repellent in the yard. <gasps> it was repellent, it wasn't poison. Oh I put out the poison. No, you didn't. Look me dead in the eye. Did you put poison in Oh, he doesn't break. <laughs> we gotta talk about what you did today. You got me. No, oh. you didn't get I got you good. Yeah. So wait, Ken is our final mediator on this. I wasn't there. I was no, no. I'm at, we're going to tell the story and you got to tell me whether it got her or not. Are you ready? Okay. Emily has been up for debate. Don't exaggerate. I'm not. I'm already not. Okay. I'm not even going to tell you a story. Okay. Well, I have to say the fact that Emmy was, oh, you got me good today. Well, puts you puts you in a hole to overcome. But then she goes, you didn't get me. I didn't believe you. So let's start with mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. I'll defend myself later. She, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not exaggerating. We were discussing an 18th birthday party for a family member. And I said, oh, it's his Christmas birthday. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, that's what 18th birthdays are called. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and she was like, no, they're not. This is so stupid. I was like, no, they're called Christmas birthdays. Now, okay, in reality, the reason I kept calling it that is because I was like, well, I don't want to ruin his Christmas, his birthday. And then I was like, his Christmas birthday. And then I just kept going and she's like, what's a Christmas birthday? And I was like, it's, but she's like, you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. Then 15 minutes after this, guess who's on her phone Googling whether a Christmas birthday is a real thing. You were relentless. That That means I get it. That means I won. If you believed me, I have to Google it. I needed backup. I never believed you. I just needed validation. If if she had to Google it, that means I got her enough to believe it. That's the game. The game. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. T- but like, you know, I was like, it's like a golden birthday. That I do know is real, but yeah, it's a Christmas, Christmas birthday. birthday. A Christmas I've only birthday. ever heard two people refer to birthdays as golden. Really? You and your best friend. Really? So I don't know. You know golden birthdays, yeah? Mine was when I was three. Mine but was I when I was them. 14, so yeah. So you got her. That's the moral of that story. And really, it would have made more sense if they were turning 25 and we called it a Christmas birthday, because it's Christmas on December 25th. Maybe. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I won. What was your, like, what was your justification for calling it I said Christmas that's just birthday? what people call it. You had no reasoning no. at all whatsoever. Nope. <laughs> Literally. Okay, this was from the time we left the parking lot. Two. Not even a. Well, Jesus was 18 when he was crucified, so. No. <laughs> and on her. No, it was like because there is no explanation. You know how something's like, oh, your golden birthday. Like the only thing is like it's just the day that you were born. You know what I mean? It's not even like I was like, don't be silly. That's not a thing. I was like, 
Yeah, a, a Christmas birthday. You're like, you're smiling. This it. is stupid. You literally spent the whole time. I knew that's not true. But I looked it up, so <laughs> whatever. I was like, text Ken. Oh, it's a thing. And she's like, no, because Ken's going to text you and be like, is this a thing you're trying to tell Emily about? There are some things where I would just be like, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> but even if you would have texted Ken, I would have said you believe me enough to text Ken, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Either way, it was a, it was a good one. All right, listen. This I don't know if that's a good one. No, but it was great. I won out. <laughs> I'm very disappointed in myself. So you know. Well, moral of the story, I won. And this has been a very awkward intro to this episode. I think. Yeah, let's scrap it. Restart. Oh my god, I want to get into the story today. So it is drum roll, please. Part three of the Appalachian Trail, my loves. Appalachian? Appalachian Trail. Appalachian, Appalachian. Either one. Appalachian. No. Why not? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I'm not in charge enough to know these answers. We've got some spooky vibes today for the Appalachian Trail. Appalachian. Appalachian. So, just to recap. Appalachian Trail was completed in 1937 and added to the National Park System. It is the longest hiking-only footpath in the world, ranging from the states of Maine to Georgia, with touching a total of 14 states. It spans 2,198.4 miles, with an approximate gain loss of elevation of 464,500 feet. I know. Also, if you guys really want all these facts, I'm just recapping them, but they are in at parts one. Part one, really, and then part of part two. Thank you. Yes. So all of that being said, we've gone over some of the animals you'll see in the Appalachian area and whatnot. We talked about... No aliens. The I want inter- that on the record that aliens weren't on the list. <laughs> okay. It's been on the record. It's been noted. We've noted that there is an international Appalachian Trail as well that goes into Canada. So let's get into the story today. Today, we are going to be discussing the Grafton Monster. Ooh. Have you heard of it? Have you heard of it? Never. No. Well, aside from 15 minutes ago when we first tried to record this. I knew it. <laughs> we had to step away for two seconds, for a little bit. We had some, as Emily called it, marble-sized hail outside. It was. It was. Uh, we were, I, we did have some hail, so we had to step away. It was going to get too loud on the pod. So hopefully now the storm has passed, but if not, enjoy the spooky vibes. So we're going to talk about the Grafton Monster. The town of Grafton is in Taylor County, West Virginia, and it has the Grafton Monster, which is allegedly first sighted in 1964, according to the reporter from the Grafton Sentinel. The creature is also sometimes known as the Beast of Grafton. It is a large humanoid creature that's said to stalk the forest outside of Grafton. The sighting described the monster as a huge, white, grayish, bipedal creature with no visible head with slick, seal-like skin. (laughs) That's terrifying. You're not signing up to hang out? I don't think so. (laughs) He is claimed to be seven to eight feet tall, weighing in excess of 1,000 pounds. What? (laughs) 1,000? Wait till you see a picture, dude. I don't know what to picture. I think I was picturing something. I know. You were picturing something spindly like Slenderman. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no. It's got to be the size. I was definitely picturing something large. (laughs) But this is like size of a bear large. Mm-hmm. Or Bigfoot. But he's got seal-like skin. <laughs> he's slick. No visible head. Sometimes it's considered headless as its head drops into its shoulders and is accordingly invisible from some angles. Invisible? It's just a little turtle. 
<laughs> well, I'm not turtle, turtle enough not for, for the, the turtle, turtle club. club. Oh, my turtle, turtle. turtle. That's a good movie. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. My, one of my brother's favorite. I don't know if it still is. But it was definitely one of his favorite movies. He <laughs> watched it all the time. What was the name of that one? Yeah, what is it? Master of Disguise. Master oh, of right. The Master of Disguise. Yes. I'm going to be That's great. You've never seen it? I've seen it. That idea is so stupid. So stupid. It just <laughs> might work. It really is a silly movie. It's kind of like like Austin Powers silly. Mm-hmm. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's Dana Carvey from SNL. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back to the Grafton monster, thank you. (laughs) The story goes that in 1964, the reporter, Robert Cockrell, was driving along the Tigart River on Route 119 on his way home from work. It was 11 p.m. when Cockrell suddenly encountered the large white creature on the right-hand side of the road. I thought he was gray. Well, it says white or grayish. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I gotta see this picture. You're gonna fucking waiting. You're gonna fucking die. Okay, I don't want to show you yet because I want to. I want to tell the story. I'm thinking of like the things from Spy Kids where they're like the hands that like right. They're like the thumbs on the side, (sighs) and they don't really have heads, right? Well, he says it says he's either headless or his head kind of falls into his body. That's horrifying. That's a good good parallel. Why did they let us watch that as children? Anyway, according to Robert Cockrell's account. The creature was lumbering along the road with a low whistling sound that was being emitted further away from the direction of the river. Hmm. So it sounded like he might... It might be like... <laughs> no! <laughs> it sounded like he might be being like lured by the whistle. It is oh. like the way the story kind of sounded. Yes. Ick. At this time, he had no explanation for that whistling noise. However, later, the Gray Baker, a UFOologist, believed the creature to be an extraterrestrial and the noise emitted came from the creature's space. Cockrell, <laughs> just wait till I show you the picture. Cockrell went home and told his friends Jim Mouse and Jerry Morse, and they went back to the area for evidence. Sorry, Jim Mouse and Jerry Morse. When I was writing, I was like, this guy just seems like he made up some names. names. No yeah. kidding. Cockrell. <laughs> When they went back to the scene, they found trampled grass and low whistling sounds that seemed to follow them around the site. And that is the sighting so of the Grafton monster. So can I show you the picture now? Does yes. it wind whistle? Is it just wind they were hearing? <laughs> Here's the Grafton monster. <laughs> so he's a big naked guy? That's weird. What? <laughs> but like... Just soak it in, you know? So he's like a naked Bigfoot. Guy. And a proportionally tiny penis. <laughs> Can't even see it. <laughs> it is um, horrifying. The penis is horrifying? No, no. Oh. The monster. <laughs> this is a depiction of him. And I guess it's a local legend around uh, in West Virginia in Grafton. There's some guy out there. He's like, son of a bitches. I'm just trying to take a walk. <laughs> It's horrific. Yeah, so that's the Grafton monster. That's all there is on it. Did he have a did he have a belly button? Yeah. Yeah, this is just some naked dude. <laughs> that's all this he is. He's seven to eight feet tall and he's a, a thousand pounds, allegedly. Okay, the light added a few pounds. He's working. <laughs> he was on camera. <laughs> Fuck you, Jim. I know you told me I gained some weight, but <laughs> uh, start spreading this bullshit around. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> 
Okay, so continuing with our cryptids, our second oh oh story more than one. Yes, I have three today. Oh, okay. So our second cryptid of the three is sheep squatch. What? <laughs> I actually think I've seen this. Really? Because I think in the last episode you mentioned Fallout. Oh yeah. So I went and the the latest Fallout game terrible it wasn't like a traditional game mm. fallout 76 or something like that really got really bad reviews so i never played it but it takes place mm. in the appalachia area oh okay so mothman's right mm-hmm. the character uh-huh. they have a whole bunch of cryptids in there oh and sheep squatch okay. i think was in that like i saw that yes so a lot of this stuff does yeah that yeah. i've covered is also like part of the game, but this is part of the lore as well in the Appalachian Wildlands. So let's talk about Sheep Squatch. Okay. Bigfoot is a story that some associate with the Appalachian Trail, Uh, but But I'm saving that for its own episode. It definitely feels more Pacific Northwest. So why even bring it up? You're doing your own research. Just leave it out. Because Sheep Squatch versus like Sasquatch. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that was- I don't see the connection. No, all right, good. I should just kept cut that sentence. My bad. <laughs> Found in Point Pleasant and Charleston areas of West Virginia. Point Pleasant. That squash- sounds familiar. What else is going on yeah. in Point Pleasant? One of your other stories. Yes, Ken, you're correct. Point Pleasant is in West Virginia, and that's where the Mothman sightings were. Okay. Oh, it just I didn't do listen right sometimes. There you yeah. go. That being said, Point Pleasant. <laughs> A lot going on there. A lot going on in Point Pleasant. <laughs> The sheep squatch is a large, furry, or woolly white creature. So a sheep. We're going to see some pictures. Or a ram, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, do we need to go over the animals you may see? I didn't see. I didn't hear a sheep squatch. <laughs> <laughs> so perhaps related to sheep squatch are the quote-unquote white things or the devil dogs that are said to live in the isolated woods in Appalachia with a dog-like and sometimes bear-like appearance. They are said to have long, shaggy white fur and are said to move quickly and aggressively towards animals and people while making scary noises. Mm-mm. I know. Booga booga! <laughs> <laughs> booga. It's a 10 out of 10. Sightings across the region in the mid-1900s report a creature with a dog-like head, but with goat or ram-like horns. No. And sharp teeth and claws. No. Ew. What about that? Don't you like? It sounds like it sounds like yeah, definitely or like Krampusy. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Join our Patreon to know more about Krampus. The initial sightings. <laughs> did you like that? I had to throw mm-hmm. it in. State that it ran from people, but over time has become more aggressive. Which, like, okay, in hindsight, right? We talked about like in the earlier episodes, like how that girl had that theory that things have been in the Appalachians for thousands of years. That would kind of make sense. Like, think about how animals adapt to being in the city. We were just back in my hometown, and there's deer, like, in everyone's yard, and it's just totally normal, even though it's a city. Right. You know, like, so maybe it's just becoming more aggressive or more used to being around people, so it's not necessarily, like, doesn't get scared or, like... Sure. That's a good point. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. That's just my thought on that. Given the sighting's locations, there is speculation it's from the TNT area, like the Mothman. Mm. The story has it that in the 1990s, a car full of women were making their way through the TNT area in Point Pleasant. There was snow on the ground, and as they went slowly through the roads, it stepped out. 
Witnesses described it as seven to eight feet tall, covered in shaggy white hair with legs like a human, with the face, quote, looking a bit like a sheep and having horns like a ram's, end quote. This poor guy is just trying to get a nice walk in. <laughs> this is more compelling to me than the grafted monster, I think, but yeah. yeah. I think so. After this sighting, more sightings happened over the years that followed this familiar pattern, including one account where a hunter saw a creature crouched over the river for a drink. It had horns and what seemed to be human hands. Whoa. It's been known to emit <laughs> chilling screams and alternate between two legs and four. You know what I would do if I was like a seven foot tall human? wasn't good enough to be like a professional basketball player hmm. <laughs> dress I'd up invest in some horns or some wings <laughs> just do some weird random shit out in the middle of nowhere and just hope mess with people. but you gotta keep those hands what if there's something in that <laughs> area though the tnt area that's creating these grins? like a government oh, yeah maybe facility? yeah or is it creating people who can't Maybe. determine the difference between reality. so i'm going to show you the two pictures i have of sheep squatch are you guys ready oh, actually I'm so ready let me rephrase it's only one picture of sheep squatch i have a second picture that might be a follow-up but first i want to get your thoughts on everything wait when did you say he only had one eye no oh are there two eyes i missed that yeah yeah that's just the sign it's kind of like a muzzle it's too bad you sat on your glasses uh, Emily. I, get, I know i did sit on my glasses <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he looks, um... So to be perfectly clear, that's an artist's rendition. Rendition of him, yes. <laughs> so what do you think? Like, okay, out of the two that's so far, what are you believing more likely? Um, neither of them Sheep are squash. very likely. I think Ken's, Ken's thing of someone dressing up All right, to mess so, with So people. let's say theoretically this thing that looks like that is out there. Yeah. You don't think there'd be a whole militia of people trying to there breed are. it? Oh, Trying to breed it. There are people trying to capture it and find it. It's kind of like the same as like Bigfoot hunters. Mm-hmm. How can it evade us, though, because I, our technology has advanced? Like, how can it consistently evade everyone trying to capture it? There's a lot going on in the Appalachians, my guy. And it's huge. Also, I would like to follow up this picture so with... There's so much going on, they can't get one of anything. <laughs> I would like to follow up this picture with what a sheep looks like. So... There's also a good chance that <laughs> it's just a sheep. they might have just seen like a ram. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said immediately. I know. I know, especially if it's like hilly, right? Like you could see him up so, there. It's, it's a yeah. mountain like, range, buddy. Yeah. What? It's a mountain range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like if it's hilly, you're like, oh, look up there. It's a it's a lamb with a and it's tall. It's <laughs> tall. No, it's not tall. It's on the hill. <laughs> <laughs> My depth perception's off. They uh, they also sat on their glasses. It was a whole thing. It happens. Yes. So that's sheep squatch. Also, my new excuse when I go fishing and don't catch anything. My fault. There's a lot of fish out there. <laughs> <laughs> so my third and final cryptid of the evening. Can't wait for this. Oh, I did you hear the thunder in the background of that as I yeah. said it? Is I like, heard it. I heard that was it. Perfect. I don't know if it'll come through, but oh. I heard it. I'm, tell I'm leaving it in so the listeners might. I love it. I don't even know what to picture next. Like, you've shown me some weird things tonight. You've shown me a very large naked man. And then, you've, <laughs> and then you've shown me a weird goat man with human hands, which is weird. Yeah. Well, can we go back to the large naked man? Yeah. He probably has good skin. Right? Wasn't that one of the descriptions? It was nice and sleek. Seal-like. Seal-like? I mean... 
It's not leathery. Not a, not a blemish. Not, not a, at least has that going for him. Not a blemish to be found. Yeah. <laughs> so this one is a fun one, and it's got a little bit of a story to go along with it. So I have a story I'm going to read with you guys, too. Ooh. So we're going to talk about, finally, the Wampus Cat. This sounds familiar. Yes, you actually recommended it to me. Okay. Shout out to Emily cool. for recommending it. Don't this. remember recommending, but I've heard the name before. So. A half cat, half dog creature that can run on two legs or four. So define half cat, half dog. Yes. Is it a cat dog situation? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, uh, in appearance, like, it's not fox-like. It's more cat-like, but it's got kind of like the body and... Like the build of a dog? Yeah. So, so it, honest to God, looks more like, that. like <laughs> a bobcat or something, oh, like bob a big cat. Like okay. mountain lion than okay. anything. But yeah, I'll show you pictures here in a second. But mm. it is rumored to be seen just after dark or right before dawn. Sometimes it is depicted as having six legs. Sprouted in which locations? And the oh, oh it's got a large. It's penis. like a long. Yeah, that's, so that's what I'm picturing. No, no, it's, and a tail is six. Okay, okay, I'm just gonna show you the picture of it. Here's Please the depiction do. of the wampus cat. He is known to be a little mascot. So oh yeah, kind of like bobcatty. Yeah, that's our like mountain liony, right? So he's got like four legs and then some weird arms. Yeah, I think someone saw a bobcat eating a guy. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, it was no. like, oh, that's a bobcat with human arms. Uh, okay, so let's get it. Let's, <laughs> let me tell you about him. The highest sightings seem to be in Tennessee and West Virginia. Highest as in most or people? Oh, who are high? <laughs> no, as in most. Okay. In non-native cultures, it is described as a howling evil creature with yellow eyes that can supposedly pierce the hearts and souls of those who see it. Are there any of these, like, mysterious creatures that are, like, benevolent? Like, not wanting mm. to, you yeah. know, appear. Like, oh, I don't know what it was, but it seemed nice and friendly. Or no. I mean, I don't think that Sheep Squatch or the Grafton Monster were out there. Mothman wasn't out there trying to kill people. It could just be they're all nice, and our perception is, is Benevolent or malevolent? Hmm, benevolent. Benevolent's good. Malevolent's bad. Who are benevolent. Oh, I'm so it's sorry. Like all these I was like, why are you saying it that way? I was like, see, I mean, people who are malevolent. Yeah. I, I totally misheard your question. Because right, it's just sorry. like all these things that are unknown, they're they're malevolent. Yeah. Any, yeah. Any, right? No, or is it just a manifestation of fear right. and is creating these images that are by no means, actually. Mm -hmm. That's true. It is described as a large feline creature whose eyes are said to drive those who see them into insanity. I think if you see it, you're already no. there. <laughs> it is known to circle camps at night while whining. <laughs> or my type of whining. I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we need to differentiate. Yes. <laughs> Cherokee folklore says that the wampus cat was a protective spirit. Oh, but that defeated the spirit Iwa, the spirit of madness. Mm. Different Iwa was, to Avatar. I noted. believe so, yes. It okay. was an E W apostrophe A H. So E Iwa. Okay. Yeah, I believe. Um, I'm pronouncing that right. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was a cat like embodiment of a female onlooker that was cursed by tribal leaders as punishment for hiding beneath the pelt of a wild cat to witness a sacred ceremony that only men could witness. This woman, like, snuck up and, like, was trying Ooh. to see. 
The tribal leaders cursed her, and she became the Wampus Cat. Yeah, I believe that. Whenever animals go missing or mysterious happenings take place in the mountains, the locals don't know exactly who to blame. So the Wampus Cat is very common. Mm. So I have a story for you. This was on Reddit. The Reddit page was r slash the truth is here. The user is u slash wolf Hayden 666. The truth is the box <laughs> So here we go. Okay. A little backstory. I am mentally well, moderately successful, young wife and mother in deep in the deep south, on the edge of the coast, and have been in this beach town my whole life. You get a few miles west from the beach, and you're immediately in the country. My mother's side has lived here as far back as memory serves, and my father is a Sioux, whose mother, Sioux, the tribe, whose mother moved him here as a child away from the reservation. Since I can remember, my mother's side of the family has had run-ins with the wampus cat. Legends vary depending on where you are, but commonly around here, it's said that she was a Cherokee woman who snuck into the woods to listen to the males only meeting that included the chief and their medicine man. Not sure if that's the correct term for this tribe. She wore the skin of a cougar as a disguise, but she was found out and the medicine man cursed her to forever wear the cougar skin. She now stalks people for what reason I do not know, but it follows me and my family always has. We've gotten so used to the wampus cat, we just expect her when we move into a new house. Or the seasons are changing, or we find ourselves in a moment of emotional weakness. When my mother had a rough day being bullied in middle school back in the 80s, she was crying and riding her bike home down a country dirt road. The sun is setting, and it's not dark out yet. Behind her, she hears a shriek. I've heard it before, and it sounds like... When an eagle screams, but with a gurgling gutturalness of the cougar's roar. She sees a huge creature, dark matted fur, in a stance like a gorilla stands when it walks on its knuckles. Back legs crouched a bit, chest and head up, supported by its arms on its knuckles. She turns around and races on her bike all the way home. She told her mom what she saw, and she calmly says, That's the wampus cat. They've never hurt us. They just like to spook you. And that was that. So I grew up with a native father, superstitious as all hell, and practically jumping under the bed to hide when we heard the wampus cat scream in the backyard some nights. While my mom and grandmother just kind of acknowledge, oh, it's the cat again, and I have gone my whole life with this as completely normal. Even when I got married and my husband was out by the woods with me, we'd hear that scream, see the leaves on the forest floor kick up as it stalked us. Never coming too close. And have to realize that to people who didn't grow up in my town, this was a terrifying experience. To me, it's like when you occasionally see a cardinal in the trees. A bit different than the day-to-day, but nothing life-changing. My closest encounter was one night in high school. My friend and I and her boyfriend were sitting on the front porch enjoying the nighttime salt air and lightning bugs. A huge, gorilla-sized, extremely hairy animal runs up to the front porch and screams like hell's opened up. Now, I'm semi-used to this critter, but I don't want it five feet from me. We go to her bedroom, and for about an hour, we hear it stalking back and forth under her window, about ten feet down. Coastal towns have raised houses on stilts in case of hurricanes. 
It was growling, spitting, screaming, rolling around in the foliage, just being pesky and grumpy. Finally, it wanders off. All is quiet and we fall asleep. Every once in a while, I'll still hear it. It's just life here. This town is extremely haunted. I've grown up a few miles from Fort Fisher battlegrounds and many historic and tragic places. I have too many unnatural encounters with all sorts of things to put in one post. And that is this user's story of the Wampus Cat. Okay, first things first. <laughs> you I have know. to start yeah. off your story with. I know. I'm I not know. Crazy. There's no mental issues. <laughs> begs some questions. Agreed. Agreed. That's all I'm going to say. Secondly, (laughs) in some families, a poop knife is normal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, great reference. Oh my god. Side note, not your family. Not our family. family. Not yet. It hasn't caught on yet. I'm working hard. No! (laughs) For anyone, any listener who's tuning in, if you want to know the reference he is making, there is a Reddit story out there. I think if you type in poop knife Reddit story, <laughs> story will pop up. It is a story for the ages. There are um, not many places where those words in that consecutive order come up. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, should, yeah. shouldn't have you'll too much be trouble right. You'll be all right. Yes. Emily, what do you think? I think it's interesting that it, it has been the same thing that several like generations have seen in different spots yeah you know and um like why is it attracted to them too yeah and i think it's interesting that it said what did you say about it like it comes to you when you're emotionally like yeah 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 yeah. hindered or Uh something like that Um, like yeah in times of like high emotion or whatever yeah yeah wild confirmation bias (laughs) There you go. <laughs> so that is the Wampus Cat, everyone. I showed you guys the picture already. So what'd you think? Like, what? Okay, give me your thoughts on these cryptids. These seem to be very common sightings or experiences that folks have. What do y'all like think? just common animals that are out in the wild that could be yeah. misconstrued. Especially if you're in a, an emotional state. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. First one, I think it was a man. Second one. (laughs) Yeah, Grafton Monster to me seemed the least likely of the cryptids. There wasn't a ton of information on him that was. Someone out there is trying to bury it hard. Yeah. They're like, leave me alone. I just want my nice, comfortable walks. (laughs) I love going for my naked moonlight walks. (laughs) The damn kids interrupted him. Yeah. They're like, a thousand pounds, really? Fuck them, Jerry. It's called winter weight. (laughs) (laughs) But I think the second one, I think the second one, too, could be debunked. You know, like, it could be a... The depiction of it looked so much like a picture of a sheep that I was kind of like, uh, okay. Okay. Right. But Wampus Cat, that was actually my favorite one. That was your... Yeah, I think it was my favorite, too. Yeah. But it could just be a big cat. It sure could. Ken's ruining this for us. I think cryptids in the Appalachians are so interesting and so suspicious. There's so many different stories of them. I think my favorite, again, will always be Mothman. I love him deeply. But it's interesting, too, that these are coming out of similar areas, like the TNT Mm. area. I find that deeply intriguing. It is. Is that where people go to do drugs or... 
<laughs> I don't know. What is what is? Is there something in the water <laughs> going on over in the TNT area? There That's what cemetery. everyone wants to know, Ken. Mm. You asked the question of the century. Is there a military base? It was previously, I believe, I'm recalling from a previous episode, yeah. a munitions plant. Okay. So I don't know that there's still military stuff there. I don't really recall, but. What were we listening to? I, I don't know if it was with you or if I was just listening to a podcast, but there's like thousands of miles of tunnels of Kate. Were we listening to? Shut. Going the from front the Denver airport. Door. <laughs> Probably. To the. Join our Patreon. That's how the uh, Yeti gets around. The Denver he goes airport. through the Denver airport. <laughs> Shut the front door, dude. Were we listening to the same thing? Guess our next Appalachian Trail episode. Is it about that? It's about the fucking tunnels, dude. Synchronicities. Can't this is been... a teaser of a lifetime. You're doing great. Isn't that weird, though? You did that with an episode before about Mothman, and I was like, that's our next Appalachian Trail. But seriously, like, maybe that's... Okay, so we're not finding them. We're not catching them. Maybe they're going underground. I love this for them. Maybe they're going underground and they live in the caves. I, I don't know. No one. Potentially. When exploring the caves with a camera. Dangerous place. Some of them are hard to find. It's a whole thing. Hmm. Many who go in don't come out. Why? Cryptids. Look forward to Appalachian Trail Part 4. Ooh, I'm so Because we're going to talk about that. That was the perfect transition. And uh, we will be tuning in to remember that this is going to be a seven-part series. I'm really going to try and limit it to seven parts because, you know, evidently that's not that's enough. But see. I know. Yeah, we'll see. I've cut every time I research something. I'm like, ooh, that would be really fun to cover. Ooh, that would be fun to cover. And I've really had to limit my topics. I'm like, okay, there was like one point where I was like, oh, I could do a bunch of true crime in there. And then I was like, no, Libby. Like, yeah. Calm down. Stick with the vibe. We can do true crime, true crime cases later. But listeners, if you guys have suggestions that you're like, oh my god, you have to talk about this from the Appalachian Trail, send her my way because I do tune into you guys' suggestions and I've already taken some suggestions. So yes, looking forward to those as well. Well, you've been doing a great job with these. Yeah, uh, awesome. And I mean, we you. don't, we're not researching this information, but I feel like you're presenting. You know, like the facts about the story. So, well, I, some of them are kind of difficult to find stuff on, but it, yeah, some of them are fun. Like, you yeah. know, I love Mothman. I liked the Wampus Cat. She was cool. Yeah. I liked the legend behind her, too. Yeah. Um, and that she was cursed, but. Right. Well done. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, awesome. We need a better name for the Grifton monster, too. Grafton? Grafton, sorry. I'm going Jerry. Jerry! Oh my god, the guy who went and found <laughs> the friends. I was like Jim Morse and Tim Mouse. Yeah, those were made up guys for <laughs> sure. Jerry Mouse and Jim Morse. I was like, okay, you couldn't have like. I feel like you were just like, uh, Jim and Jerry, Jim, Jim and Jerry, really? Yeah, yeah. Mouse and Morse. M and M. I'm starting to think that these names aren't very real, Mister Cockerel. <laughs> <laughs> you know that there's a Grafton, Illinois. I've been there. Oh. And they, it's like down by um, St. Louis, oh. like Alton. Is that down there? Alton. And they have like weird stuff that happens there too. So It runs in the name. Pretty weird. Pretty wow. spooky. Spooky. Wow. Crazy. Well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, it was a lot of fun. I, I'm having fun researching the Appalachian region. So can't wait for the next one. The storms are spooky in the background. I know. I hope that they're enjoying it. It just picked back up. So this that's our cue, guys. 
Thank you all for tuning in. We hope you have a great week. And remember to be a little spooky, a little scary, and a little skeptical. Peace. everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Our sources are linked in this episode's description. You can find us on Instagram at Spooky Scary Skeptical Podcast. Email us at Spooky Scary Skeptical Podcast at gmail.com. TikTok at Spooky Scary Skeptical Pod. And you can follow us on Patreon at Spooky Scary Skeptical Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a five-star review. It means so much to us. Love a spooky girl, a scary girl, and a skeptical guy.